0: Today's reading comes from the end of Luke chapter 9, verses 51 through 62. As the time drew near for him to ascend to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. He set his face toward Jerusalem. He saw the messenger ahead, he sent messengers ahead to a Samaritan village to prepare for his arrival, But the people of the village did not welcome Jesus because he was on his way to Jerusalem. When James and John saw this, they said to Jesus, Lord, should we call down fire from heaven and let it burn them all up? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. So they went on to another village. As they were walking along, someone said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. But Jesus replied, Foxes have dens to live in. Birds have nests. But the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head. He said to another person, Come, follow me. The man agreed, but he said, Lord, first let me return home and bury my father. But Jesus told him, Let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Your duty is to go and preach about the kingdom of God. Another said, Yes, Lord, I will follow you, but first let me say goodbye to my family. But Jesus said to him, Anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Jesus sets his face to go to Jerusalem. Like Ezekiel was called to do so by God. In Ezekiel 21 verses 1 and 2 it says, Then this message came to me, to Ezekiel, from the Lord. Son of man, turn and set your face towards Jerusalem, and prophesy against Israel and her sanctuaries. Israel had abandoned abandoned the the temple of God and had built their own um, sanctuaries and temples, um, which is a part of the outcome of the Samaritans being where they are at. The Samaritans was an offshoot of the Israelites. So, Jesus' commitment to do God's will does not waver. The Samaritans refuse to receive him, and those who refuse God, um, whom God has sent, um, so they are objecting to Jesus. And the rejection comes because he is going to Jerusalem um, where, uh, uh, where Gerizim is their holy temple. So uh, that is uh, one of the temples now um, that had been part of Israel is now part of the Samaritans. The Samaritans are part Jewish and then um, intermixed with um, the Assyrians who had captured Israel. And so they had been worshiping the Assyrian gods and um, rebuilt temples in these new and different places. So the rejection comes because he is going to Jerusalem and perhaps also because he took, they took issue with his mission. And he's very clear about his mission that he is setting his face to go to Jerusalem. Setting his face is um, an act of determination Um, that nothing will prevent him from what he is to accomplish in Jerusalem. His disciples want to call down fire from heaven upon the town's inhabitants. Instead, Jesus follows his earlier instructions to the twelve. Shake the dust off your feet and leave the town. Now is not the time for anger and vengeance. Now is the time for repentance. They have a message to give. So Jesus is saying, let's give them the message. Jesus will continue his ministry to the Samaritans in chapter 10 and 17, so it's good that they didn't call fire down from heaven, uh, since the Samaritans are a part of Jesus' plan, part of God's plan. Jesus' rebuke of his disciples is a reminder that God's will is that Samaria and Judea and Galilee and all the world Will be saved. That is God's plan. That is God's intent. Following the Son of Man along the road, along the way, will not be easy. There is a cost to discipleship. Jesus is aware of the cost for himself as God's Messiah. Not as he, not only is he going to Jerusalem, but he will, he will live without um, the basic security of shelter. No place to put his head. We have the second inquirer who wants time to bury his father, but Jesus is clear. Family ties, like security of a home, are superseded by the call to follow Jesus. The third uh, requested follower asked to say farewell to his family, um, to do that first before he follows Jesus, but Jesus has set his face toward Jerusalem, it tells us this several times, and his determination allows for no looking back. Do you think that his disciples now understand his expectations? The expectations of discipleship? How about us? Are we prepared for the cost of discipleship with Jesus What I would say is, thankfully, even though his disciples often failed him, even though we as followers, as disciples, often fail him, Jesus never, ever abandons or fails his disciples. May God bless your reflection upon this devotion today, and may God bless your day.